2: You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: We're Locked On Washington football with the Locked On Washington football team podcast brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player and go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. Welcome to today's episode. I am your host, David Harrison. Chris Russell is off for this episode. If you're a new or returning listener, if you haven't already, please click subscribe or follow, rate, and review the show. When you, when you can't find us here, you can find Chris over the team, 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, with his co-host Pete Medhurst. We're actually here from them on today's episode as well. Also find them on the Odyssey app. You can also find the Locked on Washington football team podcast on the Odyssey app. And find Chris covering your Washington football team in writing on SI.com, on Twitter at Wrestlemania621. Find me at DHarrison82 and find the show at Pod. Guys, a lot to talk about today as the Washington football team wraps up their mini camp, their last organized team activity before training camp. So it's it's essentially it's summer vacation the team gets gets released, they get to go their separate ways, continue to work out, of course, continue to study and prepare for training camp and three preseason games to come in August before we play a 17-game regular season for the first time and then go into that NFL playoffs. Before you know it, we'll be there and we'll be all back here waiting for more football It just kind of runs in that cycle and runs that circle and goes... Quicker and quicker every year, it seems, Sometime, uh, But we're going to start off today's conversation, start off today's episode, rather, with a hot topic that developed over the week after Montez Sweat essentially said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically that he was not going to get the COVID-19 vaccine and would essentially be treated for COVID if and when the time came, essentially choosing to not necessarily get sick. Of course, a lot of people having side effects, I don't know if that's exactly why, but Montez Sweat deciding not to do so. Coach Rivera, of course, predictably was asked about it, as it is a very hot-button topic right now in today's society and in this country especially, but across the globe as well. And so let's listen to that question and also into Coach how Coach Rivera answered the question.
1: Hey, Ryan, I wanted to touch on the whole vaccination debate again because it seemed like it kind of took, took some steam uh, yesterday. Montez basically saying um, he's not really comfortable, pretty, pretty open. Um, are you concerned about maybe this I, don't, I wouldn't call it a divide but some people feel one way in the locker room and some people feel the other way
4: well I mean it is but the thing that uh, as, as long as everybody respects each other's opinions and thoughts on it um, there really isn't an issue to be honest with you um, and that's what we have to do I mean everybody has a choice to make and, and 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 if that's his opinion and that's his choice then we respect it and we move on from that I mean You know, that's probably one of the bigger problems I think we have right now is that not everybody's respecting each other's thoughts and and opinions and not letting people make their own decisions. You know, Montez spoke for himself and himself only, and that's his decision. And, hey, you know what? I respect it.
1: How much of a competitive disadvantage will this football team be at if you don't get your 50% higher in terms of vaccination in that locker room?
4: Well, the disadvantage will only be created if, uh, if we break the protocols. And, and, and if that's what we're going to have to do is live with the protocols, then we'll do it. We did it last year. We'll do it again this year. Um, we're going to follow the rules. We're going to do it the right way. Um, you know, would I like them to get vaccinated? Yes. And, and, and I think it's important. But, again, guys, you know what? Uh, each person has to make their own decisions for themselves and what they think is best. So, at that point, you know, we, we live with it. Uh, we'll live with the situation and circumstances.
1: A really quick follow-up to what you just said you want them to get vaccinated but you have to find that balance run of not forcing them because as you said it's their choice. so how do you find that balance?
4: Well I mean again you have to, you have to appeal to them um, you have to give them reasons why you have to try and help educate them as much as possible so they understand and get comfortable uh, more so than anything else that's how you do it. Um, you know it, it, it to me it does no good to, to, to fight with people. Um, you know, again, we're, we're 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 you know we're all entitled to our opinions and our and our free thoughts. Thank
3: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, guys. So once again, that was Washington Football Team head coach Ron Rivera talking about Montez Sweat, specifically his decision uh, to not get vaccinated, not to receive the COVID nineteen vaccination, and his thoughts on not just Montez, but really anybody or any player deciding not to take the COVID vaccine or to receive the COVID vaccine. Uh, ahead of the NFL schedule, of course, as as well as just kind of in society. And, and Coach Rivera, you know, he's he's been on record. He's talked about it plenty of times, talking about how he thinks it's the right thing to do. He thinks it's a good thing to do, a smart thing to do. But there are a lot of people in this country. I don't know what the, the latest stats are. I actually remember uh, my wife and I were looking them up not too long ago. And, you know, it, at that time anyway, it wasn't quite – I think it was like 40% uh, of the American population had gotten at least one of – Uh, the two, you know, shots in the series to become, you know, quote, unquote, fully vaccinated. I don't know what the number is now today as I'm recording, and I don't know what the number was then for fully vaccinated. You know, again, it was just at least one uh, or more. But I I like Ron Rivera's message, you know, getting away from the COVID stuff. I mean, everybody, I agree with Ron Rivera. Everybody kind of has, you know, the the right to, not kind of, everybody has the right to make their own decisions based off the information they have Available to them. And what makes human beings so great and what makes us so great is that none of us are going to see every single thing the exact same way. But what I don't like about the situation more than anything is exactly what Coach Rivera was talking about. There was the lack of respect that we seem to have. And I mean, we as a people. Um, not you know Washington football people or or you know D.M.V. people just just human beings in general a, a lack of respect that we seem to have sometimes when we're talking about a special you know topics especially hot button topics in this in this country and and really go through my my years I'm 38 years old this is you know COVID is not the first hot button topic I've seen spring up uh, you know in this country and you know social media is kind of taking things to a whole new level but no matter what side you're on in this one or the next controversy or the controversy before this one, or, you know, going back throughout the years, it just, it, it seems like we have this tendency. And, and again, I'm speaking in generality so that this isn't an accusation towards the individual listener, but we have this, this tendency to say, well, if you don't agree with me, then your opinion doesn't matter or you're uneducated or you're ignorant or whatever. Um, But we want our own opinions and our own thoughts to be respected and to be, you know, honored and all this stuff. So I like what Ron is saying here. I like what coach Rivera is saying and respecting everybody's opinions and and respect. And if you think they're wrong, having a conversation with them, trying to educate them, trying to motivate them, trying to persuade them to see things your way when in time and time again, and listen, Chris, Chris Russell sent, sent out a tweet about the Montez sweat comment about not getting the vaccine. And I read some of the comments, and some of you who comments may be listening to this episode right now, you may be one of the people I'm talking about. I have never been in an argument with someone, whether I was a child, a teenager, a young adult, or now, whether it was my boss, my friend, my wife, my children, my parents, anybody, where they looked at me and said, well, you're just stupid. And I said, well, that solves everything, and I just completely turned around my entire point of view. You know what I mean? So you're either out there trying to help people. If you truly believe that a COVID vaccine is, is good and everybody should have it and, and it will work for everybody, then I would think that given the opportunity to potentially reach out to someone and influence somebody, and believe it or not, these athletes read social media. They see when things happen. So when Chris Russell tweets out, Montez Sweat said he's not taking the COVID vaccine or not getting the COVID vaccine and he hasn't yet and he doesn't plan to or he doesn't, he's not comfortable with it, whatever he, he tweeted, those players see that kind of stuff and and chris has quite the following he's 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 known around there he's known by the players so when he tweets it there's a higher probability that the player is going to see that and i'm not saying all the players necessarily dive into the comments and i'm not even necessarily saying that your comment alone could persuade montez to think about it differently but if you if you come into the comments you say well he's just stupid okay got it so in, in my opinion you're doing so basically to make yourself. You're, you're, it's it's the equivalent of, of yelling into an echo chamber. You just want to hear that you're correct because you're not bringing any thought, you're not bringing any facts into the conversation. So you're not trying to persuade anybody because that's not a persuasive tactic. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I just I agree with Ron in that. You know whether you agree with Montez or not, whether you don't agree with Montez or not, if you have that conversation, like if I had the conversation to to talk with Montez what about his stance on the COVID vaccine, I'm not going to look at him and say, "Well, you're just stupid." because that's not going to get anywhere if you had that opportunity to have that conversation and that's what social media does is it essentially opens up the door to conversation for everybody you I, you know i would recommend anyway that you take it a little bit more to heart and a little bit more I don't, I don't want to call it serious or whatever because it's still twitter and i mean twitter is twitter uh but you know just some two cents on there i just really liked Ron Rivera's message about respecting each other's decisions, respecting each other's uh, beliefs and and thoughts and having conversations versus hurling insults at each other. Uh, And we will see how things transpire, of course, with Montez Sweat and the rest of the team as well. And as the season gets closer and closer, you're going to have more opportunities to see how your opinions and your decisions weigh out in the world of fantasy sports, specifically daily fantasy sports. And did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose Is that surprising to you? It shouldn't be because the game is rigged. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. Think about it. A guy like Chris Russell sits at home, well, not sits at home, but sits at work, and all he thinks about is sports, and all he thinks about is football and matchups and how these guys go. You're at work doing whatever you do for work. You're not thinking about that 24-7, but he might be, you don't stand a chance. Introducing to you guys, Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works, guys Stat Hero shows you their lineups, their own lineups, and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. My experiences with Daily Fantasy, and I've played a lot of the more popular Daily Fantasy platforms, they're all pretty much the same. And this, these, these guys are right. You're playing against a whole lot of other people. And even the expected point lines and the, and the salary that they're having you go up against really are kind of set up to, to hinder you more than they are to help you. That's why Stat Hero is better. Stat Hero is not only giving you the full freedom to set up the competition, they're also giving you the freedom to know exactly how they're looking at the game before you get into it. You are in. Total control. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That is unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, that's stathero.com slash locked on. If you didn't know that that many daily fantasy football players or fantasy uh, sport players, lose to the house. You might also not know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, but if you've been with us for a while, you already know that information because when you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, we're all passionate about our favorites. Mine, mint brownie. Chris loves his peanut butter brownie. Bilt Bar also has coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, double chocolate and salted caramel. Hopefully they're coming out the chocolate free version. I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but hopefully they're doing so. We have that request into them. We'll see if anything comes from that. There's a little bit of something for just about Everyone, if you don't know what you like, grab yourself a mix box there at builtbar.com and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. The best part about them is their flavor, but the second best thing about them, in my opinion, is that they're also healthy. Most built bars have 17 grams of protein with just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. So order today, go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you will get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Back now for segment two here at the Locked on Washington football team podcast. David Harrison going solo on today's episode on Twitter at dharrison82. Find the show at Locked Pod. And, of course, Chris, who is off on his way to meet up with his children for some, some much-needed R&R and, and family time. Uh, wish him safe travels and, and all the fun he can have out there in Orlando. You can find him on Twitter while he's on vacation at Russellmania621. But I did mention, guys, in segment one, that you would still be hearing from Chris and his co-host, his other co host Pete Medhurst, uh, who he co-hosts uh, their show, of the Team 980, again, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you also find that on Odyssey. And they talk a lot. Well, obviously, they talk a lot. Four hours, right, of, of a radio show. You have a lot of things to talk about. But they talked a lot about the quarterback situation in Washington with the Washington football team. And I wanted to let you guys hear a little bit of that, a little bit of that in case you didn't catch the show live or on Odyssey. the The bigger thing to me is as I look at it this way from the, for this team, the key to this team is going to be, and at least I think based on
0: descriptions over the last two days, I think Fitzpatrick and Heineke both
3: at least look like legitimate quarterbacks. I don't know if Allen, you know, stuck out enough. We know he's played, you know, he started in the league himself as well. But they – they look like they've got three
0: bona fide quarterbacks to go to camp and compete with. We know who the leader of that category is. We know he's got to play his way out of a job. But ultimately, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked like the leader amongst that bunch, did he not? There's no doubt. I mean, listen. Because <laughs> that's, all, that's all, look, that's the biggest question going into the season right. for this team is right. how does he play? Right. So, Like, look, Ron again said today, uh, looking forward, it's going to be a hell of a competition. Listen, Taylor Heineke has looked good. He has looked good at times. He struggled a little bit in the red zone yesterday, but he he looked pretty good today. Uh, Had a great touchdown pass to De'Ami Brown against uh, Troy Apke. Um, You know, like, I think Taylor Heineke is very capable of starting short-term in this league. I don't know about long-term. I know Kyle Allen is also capable of starting short-term. I don't know about long-term because both are injury questions in terms of durability, and both are limited in other ways, which we've spent some time on. But I would I would say this. Remember when Peyton Manning was the quarterback in Indianapolis, you know, obviously for a, a good deal of his run and he was so dominant, and he kicked everybody's ass. Remember who his backup was for a large part of that time? You remember? He played uh, at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um Sorge? Jim Sorgi. Ah, yeah. yeah. ding 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 ding. Yep. Well done. So, great gig, never it, have to play. It, yeah, the problem is if Indianapolis ever had to go to Jim Sorgi and he was gone by the time Peyton got hurt and remember how much of a disaster that year was, but if they ever had to go to Jim Sorgi, could Jim Sorgi actually play or would he poop in his pants? Doesn't matter. Jim Sorgi had money in his pocket I, from being a backup quarterback. It's I, the greatest gig in the NFL. I know, but it wouldn't have been great for the Indianapolis Colts, is what I'm saying. This is what I'm getting at. If Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt, or Ryan Fitzpatrick turns more Ryan Fitz tragic I- instead of Ryan Fitzmagic or tra- or Patrick and the too many things there, right? But but if he's more tragic than just regular fine, whatever, uh, and, and certainly Fitzmagic. What I'm saying is, if you have to go to a backup quarterback for whatever the reason is, don't you feel fairly decent, fairly good about what Washington has? Not once, but twice. I know I do. I mean, that's not to say that Taylor Heineke and or Kyle Allen is going to be able to take the bull by the horns if Fitzpatrick stinks in August uh, and for whatever reason they go the other way, which I don't think is going to happen, or if Fitzpatrick comes out and throws six interceptions in the first two weeks of the season and already the drum beats are, oh, we got to bench him, oh, we got to bench and Ron gives in and benches him for whatever reason, right? I don't, I, what I'm saying is the season is not, in, at least in my opinion, I could be totally overrating them, I don't think I am the season is not like, oh my God, how can they possibly like when Dallas had to go to Ben Denucci, who granted was their third quarterback last year, not their second, when they had to go to Ben Denucci, their season was done. Yeah. Stick a fork in them. What I'm saying is, even if they have to go to their third quarterback, their third quarterback, I I, I would sit here and tell you, you know what? It's not likely that they're gonna win, but they have a chance. They, I don't feel like. Oh my God! Cover your eyes and put a bag over your head. I really don't. And maybe I'm overrating them. I'm not saying that they're going to be great. Not saying that they're uh, that they should be fitted for their Canton gold jackets or anything like that. But you, you get my point, right?
3: All right, guys. That again, Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst talking at the Team Nine Eighty uh, during their radio show on Thursday. I grabbed that four minutes and some change segment talking about the quarterbacks and you know again like like Chris and Pete both talked about Ron Rivera talking about competition in camp competition across the board and yes he wants competition but let's let's all be real here right and then that's what kind of Pete was getting at is Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starter and Ron Rivera has already pretty much said that that he's the starter it's his job to lose type of thing and Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to do anything to lose this job Outright, especially before the regular season actually takes place, and Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen both are going to have opportunities in training camp. They're going to have opportunities during the preseason to show what they can do, but are they really going to get the opportunities to go in there and show enough that they themselves, just with really good play, would unseat Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't believe so. I think it's going to take you know at, at minimum an injury, but also on on the the deeper side of things, just some really bad preseason performances from Ryan Fitzpatrick for. Uh, for him to lose that starting job, and I don't honestly see it happen. And then to kind of Chris's point there with Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen as backup quarterbacks, really what you're asking is do the Washington football team or does the Washington football team have backup quarterbacks that are in the top 64 of NFL quarterbacks, right? Because your, your top 32, in theory, are starting quarterbacks. And, I mean, honestly, if you look at it, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, guys like him, Case Keenum, Jacoby Brissett, Uh, and Marcus Mariota, are they better than any of the starting quarterbacks out there right now in the National Football League? I mean, you could argue probably a couple of positions here and there, uh, but I think really for the most part you have kind of the league's top 32 quarterbacks on NFL rosters, starting quarterbacks. So then that begs the question, who are the best backup quarterbacks? And sportskeeda.com actually did a, 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 a column on this and ranked the top five backup quarterbacks, and that's where I got those names from. Uh, Their number one backup quarterback for twenty twenty one, Mitchell Trubisky of the Buffalo Bills. Number two, Case Keenum of the Cleveland Browns. Number three, Jacoby Brissett of the Miami Dolphins. Number four, Marcus Mariota of the Las Vegas Raiders. Number five, John Wolford of the Los Angeles Rams. And if I'm me, or if if I'm the Washington Football Team, I'm looking at these guys. I mean. Even Case Keenum a little bit, like Mitchell Trubisky is an intriguing name. Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett are are intriguing guys. I really like Jacoby Brissett. I wouldn't mind having him kind of as a bridge starter if that was kind of the the case. So he's kind of really the one out of those top five, and that's the top five guys. So to you out there, is, is Taylor Heineke better than one of these five backup quarterbacks? I mean, I think that, you know, if Washington were to call up the Rams and say, hey, we'll trade you Taylor Heineke for John Wolford straight up, I think, you know, Sean McVay, uh, tries to hold back his laughs while he's turning in that trade card. So I mean, I feel like your your backup quarterback and Taylor Heineke is definitely one of the better backups in the national footballing. And then honestly Kyle Allen, like if you look at Kyle Allen, what are the chances? So if these top five backups are number thirty three through thirty seven of NFL quarterbacks right now in the league. And let's say Taylor Taylor Heineke is even thirty eight, or you know, if if I'm correct and John Wolford is thirty eight, how much further down that list is Kyle Allen? I mean, is he even sixteen slots lower at fifty? even at 50 he's still one of the top 64 quarterbacks and if every team has two quarterbacks you're looking at 64 quarterbacks so I mean really to Chris's point I think that the Washington football team has three of the top 64 quarterbacks maybe even three of the top 40 45 quarterbacks that I think at the most I mean if I actually ranked every single one of them I think I probably have Washington football team holding on to three of the top 40 to 45 quarterbacks in the National Football League that's a pretty good quarterback situation for a team even if Ryan uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is already pretty much presumed to be the starter. And something else that's pretty good, guys, are deals that you're gonna get at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your chain store front to stock all the parts your car or truck is ever going to need. So while you're, instead of going down there, spending 30, 50, even 100% sometimes more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store that you can get at rockauto.com, head to rockauto.com, where the prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. They always offer the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: Back now to wrap up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. And guys, typically we would do a voicemail here, but I want to save as many of the voicemails as I can for when Chris and I are on together, so I'm not going to do one today We'll see what there is to talk about, how we're feeling on Sunday when we record for Monday's episode. Maybe I'll fit one in then, but I would really like to reserve those for when Chris and I are together, if possible. So we'll have to see uh, play by ear for Monday's episode. But for today, what we're going to talk about is training camp, well, mini camp, rather, being cut short this year. Ron Rivera making the decision, uh, Dustin Hopkins booting you know a 42-yard field goal to get everybody released for summer vacation, allow them a little bit longer of a break before the team comes back for training camp, Some people have praised the move being a high morale move and and something that really is going to make the players happy. Some people uh, have knocked the move, you know, saying that, especially with with the way the season ended, yes, you were a playoff team, but you were a a, a losing record playoff team, and the Dallas Cowboys are, you know, theoretically getting healthier, getting better. Uh, The the New York Giants, seemingly on paper, have gotten better. The Philadelphia Eagles are an intriguing matchup. And then, of course, you're playing a first-place schedule this year because you finished first-place in the NFC East, so you've got a, a pretty pretty heavy schedule ahead of you. You should take every opportunity you can to practice, to prepare, to study, to gel together as a team. Listen, I think that Ron Rivera is doing this the right way. I have no problem with his team cutting the mini camp short, giving those guys a few extra days. There are several other teams across the NFL doing the same thing, giving these guys some more time for family, some more time you know, to enjoy good weather, hopefully enjoy being out and about uh, and being free to kind of travel as much as they want to, hopefully also being safe, while doing so but getting to enjoy their life a little bit because you are you're going to get a more motivated group when they come back for training camp you're going to get a, a roster of players that are more appreciative of what their coaches are doing what their front office is doing the decisions that they're making and, and let's be honest and, and I listened to Pete and, and Chris talk about this uh, on the radio on Thursday as well uh, and Pete Medhurst brought it up this team has already done more this offseason compared to what they did last offseason. And last regular season, they were competitive. They were talented, 7-9, and nine with, a, with a roster that, quite frankly, I think the roster last year would get blown out by the roster this year with the additions that they made and hopefully some more stability at the quarterback position. I honestly feel like this Washington football team would absolutely beat the brakes off of last year's Washington football team. It would be a great defensive battle. I'm not talking like 42 to 3, but I'm talking like 24 to 7, 24 to 10. You know what I mean? That's a pretty good win on most Sundays. So I feel like this team has already improved, you know, in talent. They've gotten some good work in. They've gotten some good performances in. Really by adding what, a few more practices, what are you going to get out of it? You know, there there's no contact, there's no pads versus the potential risk—you you get a guy that tears an ACL, dislocates a shoulder, breaks a leg—all the things, all the different things that could possibly happen. The risk doesn't doesn't justify the potential rewards, in my opinion. And, and again, everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but but we're not going to come back in October. You know, if this team you know loses a game by fourteen points. Nobody's going to come back in October and say, "Man, well, you know, mid June, they could have done some things that could have ironed out the problems that we saw in mid October." You know what I mean? That's that's not how that works. That's not how it's going to work. Training camp is the time they really get to iron out a lot of those things. And plus, this gives the coaching staff just a little bit more time to kind of look at some of these position battles, that backup quarterback spot, Landon Collins' future, the defensive back situation. I mean, Benjamin St. is out there balling. You've got some new additions to the, to the room. Linebackers, is, is Jamin Davis going to continue to operate as the Mike? Are they going to move him weak side? Are they going to, you know, what are they going to do with him? There's a lot of decisions on this roster still need to be made. So this gives them a little bit more time to solidify that plan and hopefully give the coaches some time off, let them kind of charge the batteries and mentally kind of reset for training camp. So me personally, I have nothing wrong with this. Um, I think the product on the field from an NFL standpoint was good last year with no training camp. Really? Like training camp was a joke. No mini camps uh, mandatory or otherwise and no preseason games this year. Like Pete said on the Team 980 there with Chris, they've already done more this offseason than they did all of last offseason, so they're already ahead of the curve versus a year ago. They've got a full training camp. They've got three games coming up to play preseason. You're good. I think this team is good. So if you're out there and you're panicking about this team cutting minicamp short, please, you know, hopefully you, you listen to reason. I didn't call you stupid. Hopefully you listen to reason, and, and now maybe you see a little bit. At, maybe you still don't. Maybe I failed in my argument. But for whatever it's worth, That's what it is. If you have an opinion on this, if you disagree or agree, and you want to chime in on it, please do so by emailing us over at lockedwftpi.gmail.com or call in, be a part of the show, hear your voice on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Just dial 301-615-3577. Now that you finish this episode, get more of the sports you need and less time with Locked On Today. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Guys, I've been David Harrison on Twitter at DHarrison82, my co-host, Chris Russell at WrestleMania six two one will be back next week. I will be alone for Monday, but he will be back next week. And of course, the show is at Locked Up WFT Pod. If you're out and about this weekend, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you so much for joining us right here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast.